Welcome to That's the Word, Wholesome Tales for the Whole Family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, The Christmas Hay. The town had been buzzing for the past several days about John's hay. The town needed something to be excited about. The winter season had proved to be harsh, with large amounts of the livestock succumbing to various illnesses. Yet, the hay that came from John's barn had the effect of curing and sustaining the animals that had been sick. My cattle are healthier and stronger than ever, came one report. The healings were not limited to animals. People were testifying that John's hay brought health to those suffering with various illnesses. My wife suffered immensely when she went into labor with much pain and anguish, one townsman had declared. But I placed the straw at her side, and the pain subsided, and she delivered her child safely. It's a miracle! John was initially puzzled by these reports. The connection between the hay and the healings was undeniable. But why was this the case? He did not accept some of the more outlandish reasons that had been proposed. The news of John's connection to the miraculous hay meant that he did not have a moment's rest from his neighbors. Now he sat down with some of the townspeople. Over the course of the conversation, the tired look on John's face was transformed, for an explanation had been provided that was so simple that he laughed out loud. All the hoopla around town made him forget an obvious detail. For the Christmas holy days, one of John's dearest friends had come to town. This friend had a project in mind and solicited the aid of John to make the Christmas celebrations memorable for all. My pilgrimage to the Holy Land made a lasting impression on my mind and soul, the friend confided to John. It was marvelous to see the sites where our Savior lived, taught, died, and rose again. It opens the gospel message in a whole new way. Though I realize most people cannot make the same journey, I want to do something that will recall the memory of that child who was born in Bethlehem. It was at that exchange that John had lent his friend some hay, the very same hay that was now the source of healings around the region. Your generosity, the townspeople concluded, has been the source of many blessings for our region, and we thank you. Well, gentlemen, John responded, rising to his feet, there is no need to thank me. I propose we end this conversation with a toast to our good friend, and to the babe of Bethlehem. The toast was given, and all dispersed into the brisk night air. John sat down, thankful that the resolution had been unveiled. John reminisced how the town's Christmas liturgies had taken place in a niche located by the town square. The townspeople who came to celebrate the birthday of Jesus were touched by the many and brilliant lights and sonorous psalms of praise. John's friend was full of devotion and piety, bathed in tears and radiant with joy. This friend, a simple yet popular deacon, chanted the Holy Gospel and preached to the people around the nativity of the poor king, and being unable to utter our Savior's name for the tenderness of his love, called him, 
the babe of Bethlehem. This deacon is known the world over and has been an inspiration even to those who do not profess the faith for which this deacon dedicated his entire life. On that Christmas night, he used John Straw and two of his animals, along with figures of the Holy Family, to give a very familiar Christmas tradition its current form, which can be found both in public places and in the comfort of people's homes. A tradition revived by a deacon whose experience in Bethlehem inspired him, so that all of us might more easily recall the birth of the infant Jesus born in Bethlehem. A tradition called the Christmas Creche, revived by a deacon named Francis of Assisi. Merry Christmas to all, and for this week, that's the word.